Hello and welcome to Witchy Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Lauren Cholantani, women's holistic health coach and fellow recovering perfectionist. This podcast was created to show you that your body is not in the way, it is actually leading your way. I am very particular about the type of CBD and hemp products that I use. There's so much hype and lack of testing and quality in the industry. So the company that I love and use is Evo Hemp. Not only do they have a beautiful product like hemp seeds, CBD oil, gummies, even hemp chocolate, protein bars, protein powder. They also support a 40-acre co-op farm in Minnesota which is farmer-owned, focusing on bringing equality and innovation back to Black, Indigenous, and other socially disadvantaged farmers. So if you are looking into trying any type of CBD or hemp products, head over to evohemp.com. The link is in the show notes. And make sure you use code WITCHY, W-I-C-T-H-Y, for 20% off of your purchase. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Witchy Wellness Radio. This is a show that your body and emotions are not in the way. They're actually leading the way. And as you can tell, my body is definitely leading my way this week. So bear with me as I'm a little sniffly, but everything, and I mean everything, including this, is happening for me. So today we are talking all about time freedom. We're talking with Kay Margaret, which she is a podcaster, a time freedom coach, and a food and wine nerd. She sounds just like my girl. (laughs) She lives in Northern California with her husband and two kids and helps women live and work with more time freedom and ease. In 2020, just like so many others of us, the pandemic flipped her life upside down and she faced some of her greatest fears and took responsibility for her life. And it was through this journey she learned that changing her mindset and managing her relationship with time had the power to change her life. She has created her coaching programs and the Delicious Ease podcast to support other women in giving up the struggle of never enough and giving more ease and time freedom. Her offerings include a podcast, digital products, and group coaching programs. She's currently writing a book about transforming your default mindset. There's so many things that I want to dive in today. We have to work around time. So, <laughs> welcome, welcome, Kay Margaret. I'm so excited. Oh, thank to have you. you. Thank here. you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah. So, you kind of alluded to 2020 flipping your life upside down. And off air, we were talking about shadow work and the dark night of the soul. And we this were. sounds like something that popped into your reality. And I think so many of us had this opportunity for 2020, whether you were in mindset work or not. So I would love to hear maybe more of a bridge version of, you know, how did you get into this work? I know we have our little fancy bios and you're like, oh yeah, I sound so cool. But you know, when we're going through it, someone listening will be like, oh wow, she just breezed right through it. Could you give us the, the heroine's journey, the inside scoop of how you actually started transforming your life but now helping other women do the same well thank you and I I think you hit it a little bit on the head with the 2020 isolated us all so we were all kind of stuck with ourselves and stuck with those we love uh, for better hopefully um but I think up before that I I hadn't realized the power of of mindset and internal work because I had always been 
um, kind of a bit of a risk taker. Uh, about 11 years ago, I, I wasn't enjoying where I was working and I decided, okay, when was the best time in my life? So far, it was working um, at my family's winery in Germany. Where's the best wine in our country? Out in California. At the time, I lived on the East Coast. So I quit my job, sold my stuff, and packed up the car, and I drove across the country to California. I'm still living here. Now I have a husband and kids, so I'm here for a while. Um, but it was always that uh, I kind of knew I had the power to change. I knew I had the power to change big things, but I was up until that point up until kind of the pandemic, I'd always been looking outside. What can I, can I change my location? Can I, can I change my job? Can I, what external factors can I change that can help support me and, and I can be more happy. And then, yeah, with the pandemic and um, my son and I both have asthma. So we were like on our, the watch lists for COVID and our doctors would check in It just sent me into a panic. And I had realized, well, I'd, I'd kind of stuck myself in a hole in terms of I think a lot of us do this. We kind of squash ourselves to fit a role. So I had taken on the the mantle of of family life and motherhood, and and had gone full force into that and and denied anything that I wanted to do because I wanted to be really good at those roles. Uh, and then I was stuck, and I was like, "Well, shoot, if it's the end, <laughs> that didn't work. Let's try again." Uh, and so I think then I was. I read some quote recently that behind every strong person, there's a story where they had to. So I think that was kind of the the pandemic. It wasn't, I've also been reading lots of business stuff where everyone talks about a 20 year overnight success. Like it happened, but it didn't happen in a moment for me. There was months of uh, not, not fun uh, to get there. But then when that, when I did finally realize, wait a second, I can change. What can I do to change the stories I'm telling myself or to and and learn about the connections between thought and and what the world is around me um, and start moving, moving my body. That's actually how it started for me, because you were talking about how much the body kind of leads. I didn't didn't know it at the time, but just having some sort of movement really seemed to break things up and, and get things moving for me. So that's how I started. Awesome. Yeah, for me, yoga. <clears throat> came into my life probably about the same time you moved out out west and I never realized how impactful moving your body could be for your mental well-being like I was an athlete yes. growing up I was played varsity sports but then as an adult I didn't really do much and, and yoga really taught me that and for me it was so interesting during the pandemic every time I got on the mat it was, I couldn't get on the mat. It was like things would come up, but it was because my body knew once I got on that mat, it was okay to let go and okay to feel. And I'm sitting mm. here going, why do I hate yoga? What's going on? And I quickly realized it was the things I wasn't looking at. You know, just, just being in the world in 2020 brought up so many things for people. And it takes us sometimes to go through those prickly times to have those moments where you're like, there's got to be more than just this, you know, it, it, it takes yes, you really kind of. Yes, and I'm kinda... willing to find out no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Kinda, you kind of have to hit that that rock bottom a little. <laughs> you do. And I love how you talk. I enjoy yoga as well. And I finally, in the beginning it was, there was a lot of resistance and I had to, but once I broke through those months, it for me too, I consider it, uh, if I want to have a good day, I need to go 
do some yoga or move because it's the after effects and it teaches me patience and presence and all those things. Oh, yeah. And it teaches, I mean, I want to transition talking about time freedom. And I think yeah. yoga, really, you have to be so present in the actual physical pro uh, practice. You, you, you become, at least in my experience, you become timeless. And that's when I have the aha moments. That's when I can, these, the downloads, yeah, those downloads come. And for me, that's part of time freedom, but I would love to hear in your words, like what, what does time freedom mean? And what does the time freedom coach do to help people? Yeah. So my approach is based on um, Gay Hendricks' Einstein time from his book, The Big Leap. I love that book. So I recommend it to everyone and anyone. Um, but it was that particular. And it's funny, it's a small, very small concept in a book that's got lots of loads. He mostly talks about limiting beliefs and upper limiting. But um, Einstein time basically comes down to mindset and and the expectation you set. So if you constantly say, you know, oh, I don't have enough time or I can't do that. And, and um, you, ex I, I always use the example of my morning routine and getting the kids out the door used to be incredibly stressful, sometimes still is. Um, but I would have this, I, I would set myself up for failure over and over again, I would expect it to go badly before that I even woke up the kids. And then it was and it had all the I attracted all the effects that went along with it traffic and being laid and um, it was not fun. But I when I then I understood that was the the cosmic order I was putting out that and I changed that expectation, I was able to move from not enough to abundance and doing that with time just changed everything. And it did allow some of that ease to flow. I'm still working on bringing the ease into my life, but it's, it, it changes everything when I start. And I, I mean, it's a, the, the book I'm writing is about lay the new tracks is the new thought patterns. So it is, it's a, you know, it's a constant work of, of changing and it does get easier. Just like we were talking about exercise your body gets used to that. And it, it's not so much resistance than to go work out. Um, same thing with, I'm sure you teach th thought patterns. Um, but so for me, that changing my relationship with time and, and how I, I work with it and what I expect of it, that then freed up um, so much of my day. I accomplished so much more. I've, I've hit big goals that I've had on my wish list for a decade. And it's just when you think, okay, I have enough time for everything. I have time to be nice to my kids and get them out the door too. <laughs> or I have time to uh, do everything for the house and for the my job and also spend some time writing my book in the evenings. I that's That was a huge lesson this year when I wrote the book. I'm now in the editing phase. I thought I, I don't have, you know, two weeks in Bali or whatever everyone talks about to sit down and like get it out and focus and be inspired. And I did it in six weeks, 15 minutes a day at the end of the day. So it was such a lesson of, again, if you shift your mindset of what you have time for, if you allow it to be, if you if you invite that freedom in for time, it changes everything. Wow. 15 minutes. I, I, think, I, I think I'll be able to get a lot more done now, switching <laughs> my mindset, being like, all right, all I need is 15 minutes because that is huge to write a book in that amount of time. Yeah, I am a fellow Gay Hendricks 
person as well. I just read this past year, The Genius Zone, which is... Oh, that's his new one, isn't it? It's a yes, and yeah, it, it's just not. as impactful. Okay. And I would say anybody, read The Big Leap first. And then okay. if you're interested, read, you know, read Genius Zone. Kind of... And they have audiobooks. I'll throw that out. Yes. We have lots of audio fans now. I actually listen to the audiobook. Yeah. But um, yeah, some of those principles, these little things that you might pick up through a book or a podcast. That's why I do this. They yeah. can change your life so if you actually apply them. And sometimes we, our egos, our minds want to overcomplicate it and say, that's too simple. Absolutely. 15 minutes a day. I can't get anything done. You know, you, you, your mind, your subconscious wants to keep you safe, keep you and doing the same things, not because it hates you, but because it just, that's the program it's running. So it, you know, it sounds like the work that you do is like laying those new tracks is at least the people I work with, we identify what's kind of going on underneath of hood first. And then who do you want to be? What do you want to do? And and there's different practices to retrain and to like relay those tracks so that when things happen in your life or you're going through change, you can consciously choose to act differently, to, to be who you want to be. And that can be easier said than done. But Always, for, yes. for me, the power of the subconscious mind, I mean, if you just looking at the placebo effect, like I can get super nerdy into all of this, that like our bodies automatically will have symptoms without taking the drug because it, we believe our beliefs or the opposite heal or the opposite or heal and that's yep and that's how i've gotten to i've been doing dr joe Dispenza's work for years and that's what got me into it his book um you are the placebo was just like blew my head blew my mind a few years ago and all it is is changing your beliefs i would love to hear jumping more into the mindset like wherever you want to take this like what what excites you about learning about mindset or practices that you have in your life or that you teach other people that are, have been really helpful? Uh, yeah. And while you were, I want to add one thing while you were talking that popped into my head that um, I've, I have the same experience and that for me, um, time, that relationship with time is, is the way in. So a lot of times um, I meet women or I know I was kind of operating in survival mode where you take everything on and you're on to the next, and you're on to the next and you feel like you never catch up and you're, you're just kind of trying to get through the day. And, and so freeing up the relationship with time and the mindset then allows for that space to start digging deeper and, and looking at the, the energy. Um, oh, now I forgot half your question. <laughs> the mindset piece. Mindset. Yep. Yeah. Oh, there's so much there. Um, well, I'll start, I'll start, I suppose I'll start from the beginning. I have um, adopted a meditation practice this year where it's the first thing I do when I get up and it, um, it just keeps getting better and better. I use um, Wayne Dyer's wishes fulfilled meditation. I actually just use it on it. So it's tonal. It's not a guided meditation and it's got two 20 minute sections. So I don't have to worry about time. I can release that worry. And then I hear the music stop. Um, and I've, I've, I found that more transformative than anything. I've had a number of conversations about meditation with different people lately. And it, you had mentioned a little while ago, that feeling of um, 
being present and not thinking anything and then having I think when you said when you do yoga and being able to receive and get downloads and different ideas so I think meditation sometimes is is a heavy word because there's this big expectation of I need to do these things or I need to be in this state but it's more about that the sense of being not doing I just wanted to make that clear because I think we were so my my husband's been um training uh to boxing and he was describing a moment during boxing where he had that like all and not there was nothing else there was just the present moment and he kind of received and and my daughter did a first uh violin concert yesterday so we were talking about that too sometimes when you play music and you're you're just in the zone so that that feeling so sometimes meditation might be might not be um sitting down for 20 minutes but if there's something you can do to connect uh with your inner spirit and your inner being first thing of the day uh, it really sets everything I've, i'm a calmer person i'm a happier person um i don't stress or worry as much and i lately have been getting lots of downloads today was keep going just be and that's something i often tell my community that you are enough just the way you are in this moment um but i've been i've been working on a lot of new big projects and sorting everything out and and it was just keep going keep going and i was i love that so mm. i mean i think we all can hear could definitely listen to that and heed that advice just keep going just keep going for me what came up yesterday was patience <laughs> yeah. because you know it's that balance of that being we talk about and taking the aligned action and for me yeah. it's like I play around with it, but my my monkey mind, my ego wants to be like, oh my God, this is a load of crap. But getting into the energy first before you do anything, because if you are in the energy of alignment with source, you know, things will come to you. You don't have to search out for things. And sometimes you get so addicted to the more and more and more, even though you know know all this aka well, I'm talking to myself <laughs> yeah no I think it's a lot of the conditioning I think yeah. it's a lot of the way we grew up that that we define it's an identity too I think a lot of that mindset shift change happens with identity because if we're taught we are valuable in society for what we do and then we decide to be somebody and not just the things we do it's a real mind game that you have to allow yourself and i think that comes with a bit, bit of a lot of patience and it's another thing i've um actually the podcast episode that i did for this week uh talked about process based versus outcome based mindset so that kind of speaks to that where we're taught you're only successful if you reach if and when you reach that goal and then you can be happy or whatever, you know, whatever, however you think you're going to fail once you obtain whatever it is. But if we follow the breadcrumbs and we focus on the path, then we, we can be happy and feel all those good things now as we move forward and be open to an even better outcome than that we can dream. That mindset shift change, I got to pick a different word today, um, I think is really helpful too. Have you taken the anxious personality quiz yet? Real talk, not all anxiety is created equal, nor can you manifest the same way with it. Yes, that's true. You can manifest with your anxiety. I created this quiz so you can figure out how your anxiety manifests in your life, your emotions, your thoughts, and your actions. And when we have more insight into what are triggers and how to catch them faster, 
we're able to make lasting change and amplify what we want to manifest in our life. You can find out your anxious personality type at anxiousquiz.com. Learn to embrace and manifest with your anxiety today. sure and it's so funny it's not funny because of course I was literally on a walk before our podcast call and my good friend sister who is my neighbor I saw her and she was talking to me about that about her own business and the shift she made from needing new clients needing you know the 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 result versus the process to be validated to be Yeah. yeah and she's like it feels so good not to care anymore. And we're just <laughs> laughing and laughing. Her and her husband yeah. just got back from, they actually went to go see Abraham um, oh, wow. Saturday. Yeah, they it, it was about three hours from here and they went to go see him. And she, she that's how she, that was what she took from it. She's like, it feels so good to feel good and not to care, not to freaking care what other people think or what I, yes. I don't need the money from other people. I don't need the new clients or I'm just going to be me and all that will come into place. And, and a lot of our listeners are business owners too, because when you start getting into this work, whatever it is, just like yourself, we want to give back. We want to help other people. And then we realize, Oh my God, this business thing is a whole other self-development spiritual journey. And it is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Understatement. Yeah. Yeah. Up and down roller coaster. It's great. (laughs) it's quite the ride um but this is going to come out at the end of the year it's beginning of december right now and there's always you know new year's resolutions this is going to be the new year new me all that we it's nothing new um but i would love to talk about kind of being intentional with this time the end of the year and how we can shift to more of that process versus the results kind of mindset we just talked about. Yeah. Well, uh, two things come to mind. One, I think celebration. Um, New Year's is often a a time of celebration, but I don't think, and especially as women, we give ourselves enough credit and and celebrate enough. So I think having, I've been doing year-end reviews myself, and I've realized that instead of looking at all the things I didn't accomplish that were on my list, I should, I, if I view it with appreciation and look for things I can celebrate, there's a, there's so much more to build on and it feels so much more in alignment with, you know, who I am and who I want to be. Um, but also, yes, you using time intentionally, I think it's, it's making it manageable. So a lot of times we have all these wonderful big goals and we kind of drop them and and that's that and we forget like you said it's 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 not only being in alignment and being inspired it's taking that inspired action that's our part so making it manageable i think there are so many so much of personal development is is learning how we work and then working with that because a lot of what we were taught about how humans be is not helpful at all um so if we learn okay my mind wants to keep me comfortable and safe and so doing something really big and complicated probably not going to happen then how can I break this down into smaller manageable steps something that I can do today and celebrate the accomplishment of actually taking that first step on the path and then you give that win 
not only to yourself, but to your brain. For me, I feel like the mindset, the mind kind of games that we play is so much part of it. Um, it's funny, we're watching, I don't know, it just popped in my head, we're watching a lot of World Cup right now games and we've had with our kids that conversation too where yes it's all physical but really when their mindset shifts that's the game (laughs) like that's what comes down to it so how can you work with your mind to accomplish something that's external but take that time to internally plan if we just I think we do ourselves a disservice if we make big goals and and I, I love dreaming so I have a saying I say all the time keep one eye on your to-do list and one eye on your dreams. And that for me kind of sums it up where you absolutely daydream. Absolutely. I used to, oh, I used to beat myself before I came on this journey. I used to beat myself up all the time for daydreaming. And that's just the worst thing. Daydreaming is so important and, and the best. So daydream, I mean, do your ideal day meditation daily. Um, but then also do the other part where you have your to-do list. So you're not just waiting for the universe to, to, bring it but you're taking that walk on that path and meeting the universe doing your part too so i think making it manageable so that you can actually keep walking and and follow those breadcrumbs and every day step forward it it feels really good too it's very satisfying to make progress i agree and for me i mean i started out my business journey as a health coach and i would basically just end up teaching people law of attraction exactly what you just did what you just said, because it's like, it's never about losing the weight or healing your guts or whatever. It's about how you think you are going to feel when that happens. Yeah. So how can we bring that back to everyday life, bite-sized chunks, pun intended, and add (laughs) things in that make you feel, is it free? Is it lighter? Is it more grounded? Is it confident? What are those emotions that you think in those goals, those dreams that you think that you will feel? Because you can feel those now you don't have to wait until the partner or the healing or the business or the money shows up that's that for me you're worthy of all that excitement Mm -hmm. now so that i think a lot of times we hold ours especially when we start opening up to dreaming more we hold ourselves hold our dreams back we kind of meet try to meet expectations so letting yourself really dream what would be amazing to do and then realizing you can do amazing too Yeah, you really can have your cake and eat it too. It's what I'm realizing more and more and more. Yes. And it's and it's all about your beliefs. It really is. And on that note, there's a story that I love um, that, again, it's something we were taught when we were kids that when you make a wish, you don't tell anybody. I've worked really hard to, to turn that around with my kids because, man, that doesn't help anything. Um, if you make a wish, please talk about it as much as you want and tell us all and let's find a way to help you make it happen. Um, but yeah, let's oh add gosh. that cake. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't, I never thought about that. that. Thank you for bringing that up because you're right. Like your birthday wish, you bought your candles. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Wait, yeah. What? You see it in movies. You see, what? then you hear the side comment. I mean, it's just what we're all taught over and over. So I get where yeah. it's coming from, but yeah, not helpful when you're actually trying to make your dreams come true. Yeah. And if you listen, I totally get it. if you don't believe it quite yet, like that's where you need to dive in and practice. Because if you feel weird saying it out loud, that means there's something there. We got to pull the layers back. Like, what is it a worthiness thing? You know, what's what's coming up for you? And just sharing and practicing whether it's starting a podcast or something or on your social media, just practice because you're going to 
your your day one is going to be completely different than day 10,000. And the journey yes. that I've gone on, if you guys want a little confidence boost, listen to the first episode of this podcast from five <laughs> years ago. <laughs> it took me hours to record like 10 minutes of Aww. audio, you know, and every other yeah. word splicing in. Um, but just being comfortable with hearing yourself talk. And that includes those dreams, I think, too, is being yes. okay with being heard and okay with sharing your heart and opening up and being vulnerable because it doesn't matter yeah. what anybody else thinks as long as you believe it and it feels good for you. It's your dream. It's your life. Nobody else's. Yes. And I have a little challenge uh, for your listeners. If yeah. you, if that's feeling easy, then I would say go to, into the bathroom and look yourself in the mirror and try to say all those things again, looking yourself in the eye because it, I, it changed my I had to work really hard on that. But when I can now walk past the mirror and tell myself, honestly, give myself a compliment, man, nothing feels better. It's very affirming and it's very, you know, reaffirming that of the work that I've done and that that I can know it's genuine. It's not just me practicing those changes, though that's completely valid too. Um, but yeah, it's something else to look yourself in the eye and and say your dreams or to say your affirmations or to pay yourself a compliment. Or just, I love you. Just telling yourself yes. that, that you love you. That can be difficult for people too. Absolutely. Yeah. I, for me, it'll bring me to tears almost every time. <laughs> because yeah. instantly it, it will reflect what's coming up for me. Yes. Isn't that overwhelming love? Is that, oh my God, I'm so hard on myself or I'm really not doing good right now. It is just the gateway into what's inside of inside of me. And if you guys want to learn more about that louise hay does a yes. lot of mirror work exercises a really she good does. way to jump into that and if you were looking for like a phd level <laughs> is take your clothes off and talk to yourself in the mirror and tell your body yes. that you love it and yes. for me that's i mean i it's so funny because the little things like acne i don't I have my cameras probably can't even see it, but you know, I know I'm going through a lot right now because my body's purging and I have my zits are coming up. Like I'm going through puberty all over my body again. And it's happened a few times this year, always right before some big change happens or during wow. that. And I'm like, wow, thanks body. Thank you for, do you know, like the tagline is your body is leading the way. It's literally purging that old out. It's how it's physically helping me. And that is a mindset shift that I had to make because and I was so judgmental and hated myself. And thought, oh, it's so ugly. But no, it's trying to help me. Yes, exactly. And that's really uh, some things that I really admire about your work because it's so it's so powerful. And it's that I haven't totally delved into the body, but really that's a lot of times where I experience, you were talking about different fears coming up and leading into your fears and that those are messages, but I often don't realize I'm afraid until I feel that physical manifestation in some way. And you had also mentioned Louise Hayes, she has the, I think it's Heal Yourself or something. She, she has a book that gives you nice clues where you can look up the physical ailment and it gives the mindset um, related. And even if it's not perfect in that moment, it gives you clues and those clues are just invaluable. And of course, it's on the other side of my desk, but I have that book on my desk. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, I have it on my book. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's always a good gateway, right? Like you said, it's yes. it gives you a different perspective, even though it might not super align or maybe it, sometimes it's spot on and you're like, mm -hmm. oh my God. <laughs> I, I think acne is might be like, 
something to do with self-hatred or something i don't remember what it is anymore i don't remember but, either but, but yeah, it was go look it up. of course but um yeah everything is happening for you every single thing yes. including your body and to give yourself grace when you were talking about the yoga too i was thinking how it's so personal like for me if i'm not present when I do my yoga, I often hurt myself just because you're listening to the instructor and you're just doing the moves. But if I'm present, then I go, oh, well, that can't stretch that far today. Or yes, this this feels good. Like then I'm listening to my body. We're, I think the same thing holds true for our overall journeys um, that it you, just to give yourself grace that not to compare yourself to, I know we say, I feel like we say that over and over again, don't compare yourself to other people. And it sounds so obvious, but we do it uh, we're talking about the shadow work. Maybe that's part of that too. We do it so quickly or so uh, subconsciously kind of, we don't, maybe it's not comparing ourselves directly to another person. It's comparing ourselves to that, that success marker that we learned when we were growing up, but something's off. And then you, you don't give yourself enough credit for, for doing the work you are doing or for coming as far as you have been. It was an interesting, I did a, um, a gratitude cha challenge last month with another group and there was a, a prompt about um reflect on the past 10 years how far you've come and it was really difficult for me on the outset because i don't like looking back i have that's a there's resistance there for me um when i said okay i'm going to do this and i i reflected and i was just amazed yeah how when you come from a view of gratitude or i prefer the word appreciation when you when you appreciate it and you pull out those things to see how how you've become it it's um yeah i think it's amazing for sure and for me realizing that gratitude or appreciation what when do we feel that when we've received something and I learned this when I started my work That's with Dr. Point. Joe Dispenza. It's like gratitude is the ultimate state of receivership. So if we're grateful all the time and we're appreciating everything. We are opening ourselves up for more. Yeah. And for love. And for love. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop moment. Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about or how we can get a hold of you before we start to, to close the show out today? Oh, thank you. Um, I, I really enjoyed being here. Uh, best ways to find me uh, are on my website, deliciousease.com. So that links to the podcast you had mentioned as well, Delicious Ease. Um, and I'm also on Instagram. Same thing, Delicious Ease, E-A-S-E. Beautiful. Well, that'll be in the show notes. Just one click Thank away. You. And if you guys, you know, if you haven't written a review for Witchy Wellness already, please do that. But also jump on Delicious Ease podcast, write a review because the reviews are gold. I will shame shamelessly always promote that, <laughs> even if some, you know other people's podcasts, because that helps and ripple out those those sound waves, that good vibe energy as well into the universe. So thank you guys. And oh, I have. Can yeah. I have one more thing? Yeah. Uh, I did just um, create and post yesterday. I have a new 30-day ultimate planner. So if um, your listeners would like, it's right at the top of my website. You can click to get it. But if you are looking to dream big and go for a new goal in January, it kind of helps you break it down to those small action steps. It's a guide workbook. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much again. And I'm sure that will be so helpful, especially at the end of the year. This would be perfect timing for people to jump into that. 
Um, but thank you so much for coming on and we close yeah. the show out the same way every week. How may we, the listeners, as a big hug of gratitude, be of service for you and return today? Well, thank you. Um, I would say in two ways. I had mentioned it earlier in our conversation, but just uh, take a minute to breathe and remind yourself that you are enough just as you are in this moment. I think we're always, there's a lot of pressure to to be something else to be acceptable, but, but I think we are each unique and we forget that often. And then, yeah, if you would like to join my community, my email list is growing and that's where the latest updates are. I'd love to have you. I send weekly inspiration. Love it, love it, love it. We all could use some more inspiration in our inboxes and in our feeds online. So thank you so much, Kate Margaret, for coming on the show today. It was such an honor to have you on. Thank you. And remember, open up, surrender, trust, and let your body lead the way. <laughs>